Hey, welcome to Dorks the Podcast. On this week's episode, we ask, is The Walking Dead dead? Also, we're going to talk about Picard, that, and a bunch more on this week's episode. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Okay, here we are. Fun stuff. With us today, we have James. How's it going? It's going. How's it going with you? Yo-Yo's here. That sounds... Oh, I mean, he hasn't had his coffee now yet. <laughs> So give him like 15 minutes of that coffee to get in that system. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, James? I am drinking Green Mountain coffee, Nantucket blend. Trader, trader. Uh, do, do, do you see the availability of me to get any sort of Deadly Grounds right now? Uh, I know, I know. I totally understand. My I finally got my wife to drink coffee, and uh, but she's drinking uh, New England's Best or New England's roast. It's a cinnamon hazelnut blend. So uh, no, I like the Green Mountain Wild Blueberry. It's my favorite coffee. Yeah, and I think we need to send you a Deadly Ground Care package. There we uh, go. I had, I had, I when I was at uh, Scarecon last year, I bought like sixty dollars worth of ground coffee. So I did sponsor us. I know Yo, I, I know Leo just pays our fees anyway with the amount he gives to them. Um, so. But it's when I want to, next time I go to like Scarecon or Nestle Convention, they're there. I want to grab some more of it because I like their, which one I like? I like Witch's Brew. I like, yeah, right. And yeah. I like their um, Death by Chocolate. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to just get regular, like the regular plain roast. Yeah. Um, but I want to try their pumpkin because I think when I, when I, when I went, well, they didn't have pumpkin at Scarecon. So are you, are I you, I wonder gonna... why. <laughs> Yo. Are you able to join us for a day this weekend? Um, I don't know yet. I'm still up in the air. I mean, as we have like 85 people going on Saturday, yeah. um, I don't know yet. I, I might, I might come out Sunday if, if anything. Okay. Well, keep me clued in. So, James, you have a couple things you want to talk about today. Uh, Walking Dead. Do you want to start with that? That show needs to go away. No. Um, season ten was it? Season ten point five was that was the that was the the premiere this past weekend? Uh, season ten, yes. Point five. Point. Okay, yeah. Season the, point five part. Huh? I'm confused on the point five part. It's the half of the season. Nope. No. Uh, oh, this is no. the straight ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it had the lowest ratings ever for a season premiere, uh, and it had the and it had the worst. Everything is bad. 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 Everything's down. 
But, but was the episode any good? It's, it's it's the premiere. Like you you should have a bump in your ratings on the season premiere and the season finale because you're in your mid season stuff. It's called sweeps for a reason, you know. Um, still, that didn't answer the question though. Anybody watch the episode? I, I didn't watch. I did. So. Uh, well, was I, it any good? I enjoyed it. Yes. Well, Leo, you like everything. Like I'm not. <laughs> uh, okay, so nuts to bolts here. It, this this show is definitely on its last legs. It's I I enjoyed this season or uh, last season. Last season was definitely a rebound for the absolute fuck up that they did the previous season, um, killing off two of the main characters and then killing off a bunch more characters like the last half of last season. Spoiler alert uh, if you haven't watched it, but they killed off a shit ton of characters, including you know, they didn't really kill him off, but he's off the show. Rick is gone. Um, and then Carl, you know, I, I think a lot of people were soured because of Carl. Um, and it was, uh, I, I think that's when the show really took a hit. Uh, they got rid of, um, who was the showrunner? Was it Nicotero? Uh-huh. Well, they switched showrunners. Um, I mean, they do that like every few seasons, it feels like. So... I mean, that's nothing new. So, so according to the, um, with the ratings that were announced, uh, according to the Holiday Reporter, determined that the 10th season premiere of The Walking Dead received the smallest same day audience of all time for the zombie show with just 4 million total viewers watching live, showing a 34% decline compared to last year's season premiere. Specifically, the episode titled Lines We Cross pulled a 1.4 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is the moneymaker, the lowest score of any season premiere in the series history. Previous lows came in season nine's The Calm Before, which earned 4.15 million viewers and a 1.5 in the demo. So. Well, okay, so we have walking dead you have fear to walking dead you said they announced another spin-off, spin-off. And, and a third walking dead but the funny thing is the fear of the walking dead gets better ratings than walking dead yeah. so i'm but it was the opposite of the way like because the walking dead started out so good and it's just been going steadily downhill or fear of the walking dead was just not that good to start off with the first season was pretty bad the second season is where it got its legs like it's getting better it's so weird I mean, I don't know if like that's a better story to tell because again, you got to think they're in season what four of Fear of the Walking Dead. I believe so. So they're in season four. We're in season ten, and you have what three of the remaining original characters left from the first the first episode? Is it? Uh, no, no. One is it just Daryl now? It's well, it's Daryl and Carol from the first season. And then you have Maggie who's coming back, which shocker because Lauren Cohen's show didn't wasn't a hit because it was yeah. the dumbest premise of a show. Yep. Oh, one's an FBI agent, one's a CIA spy. Well, they find love. <laughs> uh, and then Morgan moved to fear, but it looks like uh, his he may or may not be dead. Uh, I did not watch this season, but that was the spoiler. For uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. But again, I think it's one of those things where you've told your story with The Walking Dead now. You've told that story. I would not be upset, and I think this is what AMC should do, is do what they did with Game of Thrones. What they're doing with Westworld. Take a year off. Let the story settle. Let the story kind of go away. 
and come back. But see how good that went for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, they it, just they, they just got a bunch of Emmys, so I mean, sure, let's go down that that path. Yeah, let's go down. Okay, season eight absolutely sucked. Well, of course, because Game of Thrones got off the source material. Yeah, you know. It doesn't help that when J.R.R.R.R.R. Martin comes out after the fact and was like, oh, the ending in the book is different. Yep. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so. I mean, you still got to sell books. True. But again, if people didn't like that ending, last thing you want to do is like make them think that that's what they're going to read. Well, same thing with Walking Dead. I mean, they veered from the comics quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I, I I agree with you. I think the show does need to go away. I think they are. Comic did. I know. Yeah, that's true. It just happened to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like, th- th- there's nothing, and I and, and I think I I think I've echoed this on this show and on the video game show and the dorkening po- dorkening itself is how can we miss you if you won't go away? Like you are struggling for ratings. You are struggling with storytelling. You are struggling to keep our interest in the show. You go away for a year, year and a half. Come back and see what happens. At but that we'll, point in time, because you can do a huge, do a huge cliffhanger, do an unbelievably large cliffhanger that leaves waiting. The issue is like, have they've messed up the story too much to keep audiences interested? Like he, Leo was pointing out, like so many of like beloved characters, like are gone now. Yeah. Then, you, then you need to end the story and do something new. Yep. Uh, you need to have the movies coming out. Apparently, this is yeah. why they did that whole Rick thing. And, yeah, and they did a huge. I don't time know how that's gonna happen. They did a huge time jump. Uh, Wolfie over on YouTube. They needed to put The Walking Dead out of its misery a long time ago. Uh, but Maggie was not an original character. She should no. Maggie was season one. Wolfie. Um, no, Maggie was season two. Maggie was because that was the farm. Yeah, farm. 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 Oh yes, 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 yes. That's that's the season. Morgan is season one, but then mm-hmm. he disappeared for a while and that season is the season that turned me off season because i knew how short yeah. they were at the farm you didn't have to make that a full season yep. everybody wanted you to get to the jail you could have just gone to the jail yeah and build the story from there yeah the the, the show mm. definitely had some ups and downs um, don't 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 do your mm, you know you got yeah. something to say because mm. i actually liked season two. Oh, go stand in the corner with the other eight people who like season two <laughs> Put your hand down. Story building. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to story building. But again, you could have spent you're half complaining the about movie. it. You're complaining about story building, but you're not opposed to it. No, but here's the, the thing: you're building characters. Like you got to take some time to build the characters, and that's I'm, what season two did. Oh my god, yeah. you, you, your characters were built at the halfway point. Like, are you they, kidding me? They, uh, so so uh, again again total spoilers. Um, I, I, they just I don't know what they're doing. I mean they've totally cleared house last season. Uh, when they brought in the whispers, they ruined you know, that introduction. Well, uh, killing off I'm, killing off Jesus. Jesus could have been an awesome character, but killing him off was totally wrong. But then they go ahead and literally clean house. You know, they in one episode they killed off like thirteen characters or something like that. Well, they didn't really cl- kill them; they were on pikes. Like that's the 
Yeah, but I mean, obviously they're dead. They got rid of them, you know. I mean, I, I, I and, and you know, to be honest, the last full episode I watched of The Walking Dead was the episode after Negan when they introduced. They finally saw Negan and they did the whole any mini miny mo thing. Yep. That was the last two episodes. Sorry, I watched that episode. I watched the following episode, and I watched I think the third episode after that, and then it lost me again. Like you had my attention at Negan, you had it. I was there. I was invested. I wonder what's going to happen next. Angry about Negan, and then but 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 I, but I look back. I'm like, he's still in the show. You know what though? He's still in. The, he was still in the comic though. So I mean, yeah. Oh no, yeah. But 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 like, I would love to see a whole show about Negan. Like you have this great character. Follow him for a while. Yeah. Well, that's one thing. I mean, you really can't because of the time jump and everything. Um, you really can't give him his own show, but. I agree with you. He's such an interesting character. And, you know, even though he's a bad guy, he's so lovable. Uh, it was. I would say he's lovable. Well, watching him now this he's season. Well, he's well played. He, he is. He, he yeah, is. he's well cast. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and, and I will give Walking Dead credit. Their casting has been on point. Yep. Him, the governor was well cast. He was well cast. Uh, is it uh, King Ezekiel was very well cast. Yep. Everybody's been very, very well cast. So I will tip my cap to the casting director. But again, you had a great villain in the governor. Yep. That was really good. That was a great storyline. It was awesome. And then it just, you had a great climax, which you're supposed to have in these story arcs. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, we're going to move on to the next, next chapter. But it's like, you could, you could have still storytelling. And you could have kind of, you know, seen the after effects from not with the main group, but, you know, the group got so big and you had a lot more interaction with outside forces. You could start doing you could have done these one offs of like what's going yeah. on after these events, because these are big events like these are huge oh, yeah. events that's happening. Well, I mean, I know. Negan and, and you could build your own story that if, say, the mains plot gets boring, dragged down, no one's watching, you can then go back as a palate cleanser and be like, oh, remember these characters? We're going to follow these guys for a while and see what they're doing. It's the whole, like, I was around around like, yeah. the Star Wars. Are you really telling me everything in Star Wars resolves about one family for 12 movies? You didn't know that? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, So I just wanted to get to my point with Negan, with his character being... So excellent in the show, but he only got, I, I don't know, maybe like five minutes of airtime in the season premiere, which is ridiculous. You know, it, it's they they have a prime character that they could use. And I mean, they spent, I don't know, the first 15 minutes like training on a beach, you know, and they're all doing like old. um I the tiger. No, they're racing each other? No, no, no. They made like Roman shields and they're training to fight walkers like, you know, the Romans did. Not that the Romans fought, but like how they how uh, they how they made a shield barricade and then they opened it up to let somebody through. How the fight. big of an eye roll can I do for this plot right now? Uh, I, I just it, imagine it's a gladiator fighting. Like, I know. And, and, Aren't you not under pain? <laughs> And the whole thing with, you know, last season ended up in the winter and, you know, uh, the main bad guy decided to go south and spend the winter on the beach. They're like, uh, we're going to bring our group to the beach. So they, they went south and to the warmer weather to migrate uh, with the walkers. Yes. And then in the season premiere, they shared pictures of their summer vacation. Yep. And- <laughs> 
it was them running on the beach. You saw Apollo and Rocky. Yeah. You know, I, I do have to admit though that the the whispers, so the two main baddies, Alpha and Beta, are extremely badass. You know, it, it's the woman who plays Alpha is she plays it totally psychotic. Um, so again, getting back to casting, casting is really well done. And Beta is uh, Opie from uh, Anarchy. Um, so, so, so Leo, I'm going to ask you this, and I want you to be honest because yep. we know you like everything. I do. I get, I try to give everything a chance. Well, Wolfie's going to say not horror, but you know, it's, if you <laughs> if they announce that they were canceling or going to put it, they're going to suspend production on Walking Dead for a year. They're going to take a little bit of hiatus. You as a fan, how would you react to that? I would be okay with it. With either or? Either or. I, 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 I'm at the point where I, it's a show I now watch with my wife. And that's actually why we're watching it live now is because, you know, it took, you know, the other dorks, uh, you know, a time to get me into Walking Dead. You know, they kept on telling me to watch it, telling me to watch it. I never did. I finally got into it and then fell off the train and then... Uh, Finally, you know, convinced my wife to give it a try. She enjoyed it. We binged all eight seasons and then started nine live. Um, and then watched it. I feel like that's, I, that's my irony here because now I feel like the rest of us have gotten out of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we abandoned you. I feel bad. You Sorry. did. Oh, you did feel horrible, yo-yo. Uh, but, you know, uh, my wife and I enjoy watching it. So it's, uh, but the thing is, there's so much to watch. So if they get rid of it, eh, it's okay. Do you, you think there's... Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Nope, go ahead. That also speaks to the quality of the show how it's been lately. Yep. The fact that you'll be okay with it going away. I mean, it's like The Simpsons. Like, I, I love would... The Simpsons, but if they said this is the, like the last season, I would be okay with that. But I mean, I'm st- I still cry over Firefly and Dollhouse, though. So. Yeah, Dollhouse. Dollhouse. I was I was not a fan of Dollhouse. I got. I was not a fan of Dollhouse. Firefly. Yes. Oh my God. I please would love God. Um, what I know that show's never coming back. You never, never know. You never no, know. Yet. Never, never, ever, 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 ever coming back. Yeah. Be- because they've had opera- ample opportunity to bring it back to a point where they had they got their movie and they haven't. Like Serenity. Okay. Here, here's a question. A lot of characters on that, though. Here's a question. They like too. Hold on. Uh, Wolfie says season three was the season that turned me off. I did mind. Uh, he didn't mind the season, but they spent way too much time looking for the little girl eight fucking episodes. And he said Ryan Hurst is playing beta. Um, okay. So we know Disney likes money, right? Who doesn't? Um, did Disney buy the Fox TV shows or is it just? Yeah, that's why they have the so, so it's all of all of 21st century Fox. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, Disney liking money, D- Disney knowing, or everybody knows that there's a very loyal fan base to uh, Firefly. It's in a realm of possibility of them bringing it back, right? I don't. I don't no. think Nathan Fillion would do it. I don't think Alan Tudyk would do it. Like, I don't think they would do any. I don't think any of them would do it. Uh, even even though Tudyk is just cashing Disney checks hand over fist, but you know, yeah. But Nathan Fillion, to quote him, you know, uh, in uh, Rick and Morty, he'd do it for money. I see. I I yeah. still don't think he would do it. I I think I think it it's been fifteen years since Firefly came off the air. 
fifth was it two when did it come out? Two thousand or two thousand four? Need to go check that. Uh, Angela, uh, just real quick, Angela is asking if we will be at Northeast Collectibles Extravaganza. Uh, unfortunately, no, we will not. Uh, we may be at Northeast Comic Con. That is Northeast Comic Con. That is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You don't know the full name, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. Okay, so Angela, yes, we may be. If you, if you read the whole thing, this is Boxborough, Mass. Box. Oh, yes. I, I thought it was something totally never mind. Okay, yes, we may be there. I'm uh I'm in I need to send Gary an email. We may be doing something Aloha. special with him. Um yeah. two thousand two, two thousand three. Okay, so it's been seventeen years since the show was on the air. Um everybody's gotten careers, everybody's moved on to bigger and better things. I don't think I don't even think Joss Whedon wants to go back there and tell these stories again. I think that, you know, He's working on the new Buffy, which I'm ex- still excited to kind of see that. But for me, I like the Firefly episodes they are. I like the movie. I love Serenity. I think it's a very, very good movie. Um, it kind of keeps telling that story, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, they, they, they've lived on some of the additional stories, comics. You know, it's a rich universe, and they told their story. It, you know, again, for me, if they were going to do something like that, I would like to see them doing something else in that universe. Somebody else, maybe someone who works for, um, you know, who, you know, maybe it was during the, the the War of Independence. Maybe it was who worked for the central government, like not on the Outlands. Like I know it was a Wild West in space, like that's how it was perceived. But you know, you could tell a different story in that universe. You know, about all those kids in the school that, you know, the, they they took the daughter from. Yeah. Uh, Wolfie says Disney is not going to invest in a failed show like Firefly. And to be fair, uh, Firefly was purposely failed. Oh, Fox yeah. showed the episodes out of order. They didn't advertise it. They kept moving the days around. Yeah, it was doomed to fail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he said went off the air August of 2003. Mm. So... Uh, I, I I believe Disney's very mindful. I wouldn't be surprised if they did some sort of anniversary box set for it in a couple of years for the 20th anniversary of the show. There is enough of there is still enough of a fandom of it. I'm still a fan of it. I have the Malcolm Reynolds cosplay, still one of the cosplays I would love to do. I have the I have the gun. I spent way too much money for the the gun um, for it. So you know that's something I would love to do. Um, I, th- I think it's just one of those, you know, geek cards you can throw out there and, you know, I can't wait to show it to like Logan and these guys here yeah. because like, Hey, this is what I watch. This is what like, and it's, yeah, it's bittersweet when you start watching it. Cause in the back of your head, you're like, I only got 12 episodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there is that finite number right there. So, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was going to try, I, I had a good segue in mind and it just like totally left me. Well, I, I had one more question to go back to Walking Dead to kind yeah. of wrap up the Walking Dead. Sure. Is zombie the zombie fade fad worn out its welcome? Like, are we towards the tail end of that, or are we kind of still in the middle of this? I think we may be. Uh, I, uh, go ahead, Yuri. See, I think that if you can tell a good story, it's just like a Romero movie. If you tell a good story behind it, the zombies are just a thing that are there, but there's an actual story that's worth actually paying attention to. Then you can do another zombie, like zombieish or show, but that's the issue. Like their story is not there anymore with Walking Dead. So, would you think that it's like Zombieland comes out next weekend? Zombieland Double Tap. 
I think that would be the end, a nice bookend to that zombie, the end bookend to that, that zombie in the mainstream. Unless they, weren't they working on a World War Z series? Oh my God, please no. As long, if Max Brooks isn't involved in that, I don't want to touch it. Like, I know they were going to do a sequel and they canned that because that was at Fox. So. But you have some good zombie shows on Netflix, like Black Summer and things like that. Well, yeah, but I'm like, I'm just saying, like, you know, remember for a while, everything was zombie. Everything was like zombies, Walking Dead, all that stuff. Well, yeah, just because people wanted to, you know, cash in on it while it was hot. And, I mean, those people had pilfered it as much as they could possibly do it, so. I think Stephen King right now is the new fad and like that kind of mainstream horror is like doing all the Stephen King stuff again. Yeah, he goes in waves. Stephen King! No, 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 Stephen King. We're Stephen King! (laughs) So. Uh, you may be right there, James. Um, you know, I, I think if Walking Dead goes, then I think, uh, you know, AMC goes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, that into the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they uh, into the Badlands. I tried getting into, and it just wasn't. I heard Nosferatu was really good with Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I heard it's really good. It's been on kind of my like must watch list. If I have an opportunity, so. But that's the thing. There's so much to watch as it is, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, what's coming out? You got um, Castle Rock comes out in a couple of weeks, which I'm very excited to see again. Yep. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we also have Picard starting soon. Yeah, I still don't know what the hell the plot of this show is going to be. The latest trailer shows definitely a lot more. Well, it seems like you know. Does work. What was that? What would you say? So that's normally how trailers work. No, but like normally you can get like the sense of like what the overall story arc is going to be pretty yeah. early. So Picard's retired. Yep. And he's on a vineyard. He's on he's on his vineyard. Like we saw at the end of day, was it the uh, the day, days go by or whatever it is, the last episode of the, uh, TNG. Um, but it looks like he's has like like postpartum. It looks like postpartum, not postpartum, but uh, oh, it was PTSD. All, all good things was the last all episode. Yep. Yeah, um, it looks like he has like PTSD about some sort of decision he made, and it looks like you know he goes back to Starfleet and he like whoever's there has basically told him like this isn't your Starfleet anymore. Okay, what happened? Like it it it, it makes me want to watch. But okay, who's the girl? Why does he need to go back in space? What's with this ragtag crew? Like, is it he's going against the Federation? Is he doing this on behalf of the Federation? Is the Federation so different now that it's a shell of itself when he used to be in it? But it doesn't seem like I know it takes place in the 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 pre-Kelvin universe. So Romulus and Remus are gone. Spock's disappeared like that whole. It takes place after Nemesis. So like it, it looks like uh, the Borg have been freed. Uh, I read something somewhere where possibly the Borg are now considered like immigrants. Are we doing another one that's on the note about like political issues in current states? I know Star Trek's notorious for yeah. like putting a mirror up to us and showing us our fault and stuff like that. But if I have another show in which they hammer home immigration and all that stuff and unbelievably current events, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Like when I read that was like the main plot of Carnival Row, it turned me off. Yeah, it so turned me off from that show. Sorry, I just this had a image of someone from Star being impeached or something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to, I'm gonna be able to base something out of TV. <laughs> I I understand where you're coming from. The biggest, bestest space wall 
I'm going to keep all those Vulcans out. They don't do anything to make us better. I don't care that we first met them hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Zephyr and Cochran doesn't know what he's talking about. I've met Zephyr and Cochran. He's a really nice guy. He does nothing about what we're talking about today. Uh, I have one question. Where are you going to get the uh, space alligators for a space moat? Oh, my God. Like, if that's the thing, like, cool. The Borg have become un- unplugged and they're like sentient beings, like not the Kive Collective. Awesome. Cool. You touched on that in Voyager. You touched that with Seven of Nine. The Borg is an awesome villain. Well, uh, Seven of Nine is in the series. But is she like in the series like every episode or is she in the series as like mm-hmm. Riker looks like and Data are like. Yeah. But it just. I just feel like you bring back shows and I understand uh, Patrick Stewart um, won't come back just for anything. Like he said that he wouldn't come back unless the story was good. But I watch television and I watch some of these shows to get away from real life. And I understand Star Trek has always been that show to put the mirror up to us and show us who, what, what we can become and what we should be. But again, if it's over the head, current events, but set in the twenty first, twenty the thirty first century, I'm, I'm all I'm all set with that story. I've seen that story. Like, give me something new. Yeah, but uh, then I also have to speak to the fact that we are constantly find ourselves in the same situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you if you forget to review the past, you're doomed for doomed to repeat it. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, we we are getting something new with yeah. Discovery. Um, the did you finish season two yet? No, I haven't finished season one. I I got oh, turned okay. off in season oh. one. Uh, Discovery is friggin' phenomenal. Absolutely. Well, I know, I know what they're 930 years in the future. I think it's more than that. I think it's like, no, it's 930. If you watch the trailer that dropped over the okay. weekend, he didn't, um, he watched the Picard trailer, but not watch the discovery trailer. Yeah. He watches over and over, over and over again. I was like, <laughs> Oh, Riker. Oh, Riker in a beard. Um, awkwardly going, sitting down. Sitting yeah. Down. Seems. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go cuddle up next to Patrick Stewart and be like, "You'll never leave me. <laughs> You'll bring back my Star Trek career if I want to be on camera again." Um, not behind it. He's awesome behind this camera, but he's really in front yeah. of it nowadays. Um, you know, it looks interesting. I, I I like how they did the time jump to get away from the original, the USS Enterprise, and get rid of those storylines, which kudos they they were like okay we don't want to retell the stories that the show already told because this happens before these shows we're just going to step away and kind of step out of the story and go in the future yep all that screams to me is star trek enterprise and the quantum civil war crap well we we don't know where it's going to go uh but season two when they're working with the enterprise crew it felt so you get that warm, fuzzy feeling of true Star Trek. You know, it's you have some shows that are like, eh, and then other shows that bring so much love and joy back to, you know, when you're remembering the the original series and stuff like that. But it's Discovery really hit home season two. I hope season three is is even better. You know, they make you know the reference growing the beard, you know, when uh, Riker grew the beard in Next Generation. That's when Next Generation took off. Um, but they, they really opened a door where they could start another series with the Enterprise prior to the original show. Um, the actor they have for Pike and Spock are phenomenal. Um, the way they portrayed the Enterprise, you know, being classic but still futuristic was so awesome. 
Um, if anybody gets a chance, definitely check out Discovery Season 2. Season 1 definitely could turn you off because uh, it's really wonky, but it's wonky for a particular reason. Uh, but Season 2, it really took off. Hmm. And I've said my piece. Okay. Yeah. So go watch Season 2. So, um, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. I like Patrick Stewart. I think he's really, really good. You know, and I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Like I said, it seems like it's very much in a, it's a new realm that they're not telling these stories in. And again, it goes back to, you know, my Star Trek references or Star Wars references. You can't keep following the same eight people around. Like, tell me other stories. Like, tell me different interpretation of what's going on. I think that's why Voyager was such a hit. I think that's why Deep Space Nine was such a hit. Enterprise, okay. Um, but like you're telling new stories, you're telling us from different point of views, you're giving our, 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 our the viewers something else to watch. So, okay. And Picard comes out, uh, what is that? January, January, January. Yeah. Uh, another space theme, lost in space season two. I'm so excited that there's a lost in space season two. I actually like season one of lost in space. I agree. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, yo, yo. Yo, yo. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't watch it. I was worried, honestly. Don't be worried. Just worried so many times by like reboots of shows like that. It was it was interesting because it wasn't. And the one thing I liked about it, it wasn't just the Robinsons. It was the Jupiter Two is part of all a diff, bunch of other Jupiters. Like other different ships on this mission to find go to this other planet, and I like that. Like I like how like you you find out spoilers that you know the um uh, uh is it Parker Parker Posey plays Doctor Smith. You find out that she's not the real Doctor Smith during during the season, and you find out why she took this person's identity, and you find out what you know. And the robot isn't part of the crew. They find the robot. And it's like stuff like that. It's like, okay, these are cool takes on it. I mean, it's not the Lacey Chabert, you know, Joe LeBlanc lost in space. Like, you know, like we'll, we'll never get that again. Thank God. Um, but it is very much a cool retelling of the story from a different point of view. And it's very much like, you know, before this mission happened, the Robin, the, the, the husband and wife were actually thinking about getting a divorce, all this stuff. Like, it's a very much, they, they kind of put some character studies into it. And it turned out to be like a surprisingly good show. And it only ha- it only takes place on one planet. Like they're not like going to different planets like they did in the show. It's like all centralized on one planet for this season. It's just really good. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the second season. The big thing is like, where's my robot? Is like kind of the catch line. So it like looks like the robot gets lost. So there's no stupid monkey in it, is right? No, there's no stupid monkey. I, there's a chicken though. Mm. But it's Alec Tudyk. I don't care. Well, it's more of like what happens is is they find like when they're crash landing, they had chickens that there's a like food, and so um, oh my god, what's the not the father the 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 um oh my god, he's like the engineer. He's the Matt Joe LeBlanc character, like the Matt LeBlanc. I forget what his name is. Uh, they crash land, and so it's him, Doctor Smith. And he finds this chicken and he just holds the chicken on like his back and stuff like that. So it's actually like really funny. It's just more of like just like a side character, like he's along for the ride. Mm-hmm. But it's like interesting, like different, just a different way of telling this story. Like I liked it a lot. Uh, I was very worried 
that they weren't going to do a second season, even though they announced pretty early on they were going to do a second season. But then it was like radio silence for like a while. So, and it comes out like Christmas. Like that's that's a perfect time for a show like oh, that wow. to drop. Yeah, it gives totally. me time to actually check out, out see if I like it. Uh, and after that stupid goddamn movie, I got I was like, I don't know if I ever want to watch anything that has to do with Lost in Space again. Like that totally was just horrible. Goddamn horrible. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it really was. And the, what's worse <laughs> is it looks it's even worse when you go back to try to watch it. Like even like, oh, maybe it wasn't. No, this is Exactly, not even exactly. It is way worse than you thought it was. <laughs> oh, I tried to watch. I, I, it's on. I think it's on Netflix or something like that. And I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and I'm like, oh, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, good to note. Maybe I won't. won't yeah, I, I don't have time. Don't go back and watch it. If it shows up on your on your Plex account, I'm gonna be very disappointed in you. I I do own it, and I am trying to rip my entire collection, so it may show up. On I think Plex. that one can can be tossed in the trash. Just saying. Yeah. I think that's a well well deserved spot for it. Yeah. Oh, so here we go. Yeah. Little fact about Lost in Space. It is a reimagining of the nineteen, the 1812 novel, The Swiss Family Robinsons. Really? Yes. Oh, Lost in Space it, in general? It, yeah. 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 It, yep. That, was, that, that wasn't just no, a known thing. I didn't know that. Oh. oh. That's why I was like, ooh. <laughs> Fine, then. I will, I will stop. I will stop contributing to the show at this point in time. No, feel free. I, just, uh, I, I just James, thought that was a thing. James doesn't know shit about Lost in Space. Uh, did any of you watch the original series? Yes. Oh, my. Oh, me. Oh, my. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I, I definitely remember. No, I, was, I actually you know, went to see that God awful movie in theaters. I remember because I was excited because I used to watch that. And then that movie was so freaking God awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I spent money. I spent money to go see Lost in Space in theaters, and I bought the soundtrack. I, I Same here. I saw it in the theaters, and I bought the DVD. And I may have bought the VHS. I don't remember. I think I had the VHS. I think I got it for like Christmas or something like that. Yeah, That was never brought up again in my family. <laughs> well, this will definitely cleanse your palate. Give it a try. All right. Yeah. Uh, so... We have a couple of things on the docket. I know you want to talk about New York Comic Con, some other announcements. Um, oh, I mean, that's all, I mean, that's all the announcements I had with those yeah. things. Uh, PlayStation 5 was uh, announced for holiday. It, it was confirmed. Confirmed, okay. And that the developers have already started receiving. Well, they've already had the developers kit. They sent yeah. that out a while ago. That's been announced. And the controllers, like, stuff like that, too. The controllers sound awesome. They do. They sound unbelievable. Just what they're putting into the controller, you know. I mean, I like the PlayStation controller. I like how it's set up. But again, I've had a PlayStation since PlayStation. Like, I, so I'm used to that controller setup. I've tried, like, I've done Xbox games, and it's it's okay. It's just you know, the thumbs up a little higher. Yeah. But I just like the feel of the PlayStation controller when I play like Spider Man and like Mass Effect and you know Uncharted and stuff like that. Well, I named th- two two out of three the Sony exclusives. Wow, I'm a little. <laughs> but you know, and this is and, and it always goes back to my conversation. So they announced holiday 2020. So you're looking at Christmas. Probably will come out. 
Christmas. I think it will come out in the beginning of November. That will be a launch in the middle of the beginning of November, so they can have it Black Friday. October. End of October. October. Oh, okay. But you're going to have to have it in stores before Black Friday. You have to have enough shipments to the store, so it's going to be October for lunch. Well, I, I'm not saying that. I, I think like stores will start receiving them in October. No, no, like, no. It's going to be launched middle of October. That's what's going to happen. This is my prediction. Okay. Because just the time frame with shipping and everything like that and seeing how many numbers you're going to need for the like Christmas if they can have like underprodu- underproduced or maybe overproduced, it's going to they need that time. So it's going to be October. I have a feeling they're already in the final development stages of that system. They have to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially with all the information about like that. the. That's what I mean, like because SSDs, and there's probably going to be an issue with the first batch of SSDs, so they're going to need to switch over to a new SSD. So like, next year we can listen to this again and see how right I was. <laughs> so the big question is: Do we buy it when it first comes out, or do you wait? No. no. You never, you never get the first of a new system. Okay. You let other people be the test. Exactly. <laughs> that is called Tax Money 2021. Oh, there you go. No, I mean, for me, it's one of those things, and I always say that, like, which is always interesting, is when a new system gets launched, it's the game quality that comes next. Yep. You Now you have these developers who have the PlayStation 5 the dev, dev kits in hand with the controllers and the opportunity to make games for it. Are we going to run into a Breath of the Wild type situation? We're going to run into, you know, something where the game is ready for the PS4, but they want to hold off and just put out the PS5 to have a launch date. So you're really getting a PS4 game on the PS5, like just because they want that launch title. Like for me, when I like when I think it's very telling when like Last of Us Part 2 was announced that comes out, what, next year? That that wasn't a launch title. For yeah. this. Now we know when this game comes out. Yeah, but that's so they can release a remastered version when the new one comes out. But I, but like I said, I, I, well, well, Last of Us Part One came out like three years before PlayStation Four came out. Yeah. So it's not like I mean, like that's like doing Uncharted Four as a remastered for PlayStation Five. So, yeah, but they gotta add, they have to add the cool like ray tracing effects and all that. You know, so here's here's a question for you. <laughs> Uh, with the success of the Switch, and obviously because of Breath of the Wild, what title would be released with a PlayStation 5 that you think would really turn this into a... We know it's okay. going to be a great seller, but go from Elder, great... The new Elder Scrolls. New Elder Scrolls. Yo-Yo? Hmm. I'm assuming actually I have to go with GTA. GTA? I, or GT, Gran Turismo. Mm. Well, I mean, that's given. But 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 I'm saying like they're either going to go for a big title or they're going to go for a Sony exclusive. So you got to think of what the Sony exclusives are. Yep. Uncharted. Or they're going to create a new IP for it. Fact. But I mean, there that's a given. That it's going to be a Gran Turismo. I mean, that's as sure as the sun will rise. Was there, there a Gran Turismo for G, the PS4? I don't remember one. I'm hundred percent sure there was. There always is because yeah. that's one of those games they use to show off with the console is actually capable of and then like every other like it is like it's weird because i feel like i don't know people who actually buy that game but it always looks so amazing again because it's just it's there it's eye candy the last gran turismo i bought was two for the original playstation 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's one of those things. Like, I'm very curious of what they do. They do launch. Oh, it was GT Sport. It was Gran Turismo Sport. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like a full. It's five dollars on eBay. So what if PlayStation Five launched with Horizon Zero Dawn two and a new Batman game? I don't think they would do a new Batman game. I think they would do Zero Horizon Zero Dawn two, and I think I think it. I think you would get a remastered of Lost of Us 2 if that's what they wanted to do. But the problem is the PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards compatible yeah. with the upscaling that the Pro does. So, I mean, the real question is, I mean, it comes on a holiday. You're going to get the Madden. You're going to get the FIFA. You're going to get those EA Sport games pretty quickly because they're going to pop those out so they can launch. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a fantastic I think I think it's going to be like Gran Turismo. I could see if, but the problem is Rocks Rockstar hasn't really made any inklings that GTA Six is the next game on the horizon at all. Like you got to think when Red Dead Redemption Two was announced, it was two years before the game came out. True, but I mean, I can hope. Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but it's one of those things like they're really good at building up that demand. Even but, to, but at this point, is that something they have to do? They could literally just be like the day is about, to, like the day before the PlayStation Five is going to be released. Oh yeah, GTA is going to be out <laughs> tomorrow too, and people are going to go fucking crazy over it. Oh, just yeah. be realistic. Just drop a trailer the day before it comes out; they'll be good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I it, what was it? The guy who did uh, um, Shadow of the Colossus is coming out with a brand new IP, like you said that I wouldn't be surprised launches there. But, you know, I can see, you know, just go through the Sony archives. Anything from Naughty Dog. Any, like, could be Spider-Man 2 could launch with it. Like, oh. that's a Sony product. Like, yeah. that could be very much a launch launch thing. you got to think there's probably going to be... But you have to, you're also assuming that these are going to be exclusive titles. That's it, what I'm it, saying. Like, that's what I'm trying to think of, like, what Sony exclusive titles are going to launch with the system. But... You also have to figure there's going to be non-exclusive things that are going to come up. Oh, totally. It's going to look amazing on it because, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, but if you're comparing comparing the two systems, the PlayStation games always look better. Oh, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, what are the launch titles to be packaged with the PlayStation? I think that was the question Leo was asking. Yeah, what? Lo- my point was you're focusing on like PlayStation, like Sony exclusive titles. Yeah, the, I, I call those. I call those like launch titles like yeah you're going to get the man and you're going to get the call of duty you're going to get all that crap all the third parties you're probably going to get something from a third party that is not going to be exclusive but it's going to official initially launch on the playstation first i like I, 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 oh no i i think you're going to have a list of third party games but, but i'm looking launch initially on the playstation only though i don't think so i don't yeah. be, be, because i really have a strong feeling that the xbox 75 is going to launch at the same time the PS5 does. Mm, so if they're smart, they, they undercut them and launch it a little bit early. And, and that's what I mean. That's why I think, you know, so... But, I mean, again, when we're talking about, like, being able to, you know, actually make a good-looking game with the hardware, PlayStation normally beats that. So I still feel like you're going to see some people launch their games first on the PlayStation, then release it on Xbox. I'm sorry, like... I haven't seen either one yet. No one has. So, well, I mean, somebody obviously has. No, but, but, but no one in but like no, no, no one who's not building a game for it hasn't seen it. But I can like, I don't have much hope in the Xbox look like being able to play better games like visually 
than the PlayStation right now, given the history. I Besides. know, and, and like I said, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not arguing that fact at all. The, like I said, Lee, the question was, like Breath of the Wild, which was a launch title for the Switch, which Sony would be a launch title for the system? And in my brain, all I can think about are Sony exclusives, yeah. like a Breath of the Wild. Well, and that, that, Sony. that makes sense. I mean, I don't think the Switch would have done nearly as good if it did not have Breath of the Wild as a launch title. Yeah, but we're also talking about again a them make they make that game. And yeah. you know that's I, I still feel like you're going to get a fair amount of people launching their games first on the PlayStation before they they do an Xbox version. It's well, how Yeah, there's definitely it sells better, so I mean you're also gonna have to factor that in. Like it would just be a smart business decision to focus on the PlayStation first before focusing on the Xbox. Just so like so 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 just for just for history's sake, the PlayStation Four was released on November fifteenth, mm-hmm. um, and these are the launch titles. Ready? Angry Birds, Star Wars, <gasps> Assassin, yeah. Assassin's Creed Four, Battlefield Four, Ghost of Duty, Go- Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, DC Universe Online, FIFA fourteen, Flower, Injustice, Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition, Just Dance twenty fourteen. Killzone, Knack, Lego Superheroes, Ma- Madden, NBA, uh, Need for Speed, Playroom, Rezogun, Skylanders, Soundscapes, Motherload, Warframe. Wow. And of those, I think the one that they were really pushing the system on was that Knack. That was the one where you could like, you're like bolts or something. You're... Knack they pushed. They pushed uh, Battlefield 4. They pushed FIFA 14, so. Okay. Well, obviously, we'll be uh, waiting for more information uh, as the time progresses, but we have another year. But again, it also confirms Yo-Yo's point that there are some games on there that came out before it came out on the Xbox One. Yep. But again, like I said, for me, it's just, I just, when I think of launch titles, I just think of those first party games. Because that's usually what you want to lead with, because those are usually, because that's your tentpole franchise. Yeah. And it's also you pushing that hardware to do what you want it to visually be able to like stand for. So yeah, definitely. But again, any smart developer would do PlayStation first. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think gentlemen, it's about that time. So we'll start wrapping up. Uh, just a reminder, we are going to be at rock and shock this weekend. So uh, head on over to rockandshock.com for more information and tickets. And we'll be at super mega fest. Uh, in uh, November. Also, by the way, the PlayStation 3 launched on November 11th. What about the PlayStation 2? Do we, do we have a... Uh... Give me a second. I still feel like late October. I'm not saying like... PlayStation, it... 2, PlayStation 2 launched uh, October 26, 2000. PlayStation 1. Oh my god. Hold on one second. Now you're pushing me. PlayStation. There we go, PlayStation. Uh, and the original PlayStation launched... Um, September 9th, 1995. Okay. So it started off early. Now they're pushing it closer and closer to the holiday. I think, especially with the move to the SSD, they're going to need to do October, personally. When does the Xbox blank come out? Was it Project Dolphin? You can do your wrap-up. I'm going to just... Okay. Well, yo, yo, where do you like people following you? Uh, You can follow me not in the middle of the street. 
because I had someone do that the other day, it just ended badly for them. People just look both ways. Um, Boy Mison on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo St. Laurent on those same social media channels. Um, I have been playing a lot of the Call of Duty Mobile, so if you are a Call of Duty Mobile player, Pumpkin Escobar over there. I heard, uh, I listened to a podcast, uh, I can't remember the name of it, uh, DLC, and I think they were talking about where they added uh, controller support and then they took it off for Call of Duty. I mean, for it would make sense. reasons. But at the same time, they sell these things that you can attach to your phone so you can at least do the firing. Like there's triggers yeah. that touch the screen and you, you press it. So then it fires your gun. So it's a bit more like a controller. And then it's technically not a controller, but you still have that advantage. So <laughs> just saying. Okay. Oh, and uh, Microsoft's Project Scarlet is what they're calling it. Um, ho- holiday 2020. Okay. James. So you can find me um, at a dork physique. Uh, we just launched our first episode of the new season last week, and we we're recording our second episode coming up tomorrow evening. So definitely check that out. Uh, we are on Instagram and uh, Facebook at a dork physique, um, as well as the dorkening.com. Check that out. We got uh, 10 episodes in the can from season one, and then we got the first episode uh, out right now. So definitely give it a listen on all wherever you can find podcasts um, out there, Apple Music or Apple Podcast, um, Spotify. We're on, we're on Tuned In now. We just got the okay on that. Google Podcast, all that fun stuff. So definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, but I definitely want to give a quick shout out to Alex, our other co-host, who's currently getting ready for Rock and Chalk, uh, like the rest of us are. Um, go check out him at coffee at, at pure, uh, pure underscore Alex Ho, uh, uh, and at check his stuff out. He has a, uh, Patron, uh, Patron, Patron, his Patron, <laughs> uh, Patreon, um, check it out. Give him, give him stuff. He has awesome work, but he'll be at rock and check too. So I definitely want to give him a shout out as well. Um, but again, check out all our wonderful, wonderful content because they have God almighty do I have so many shows on the network. How many shows we got, Leo? Ah, uh, uh, too many, way too many. I think we're up to 13, something like that. So almost one comes out, at least like two come out a day now almost. Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy. I go to the website and it's like, we, we have blank pictures I need to upload because, uh, it's pretty cool. We got an automated process that like as soon as the episode is published within like 45 minutes, it's like on the website automatically. The only thing is I need to go in and add an image. So uh, that way the website's always up to date within like 45 minutes. You can find all the episodes there for every single show on the network. And uh, with that, for me, just Google Leo Pond. you find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but more importantly... Follow these awesome people and uh, head on over to Rock and Shock. It's going to be a fun show this weekend. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Later. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. The Wicked Horror Show. Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy. Secret Underground Hideout. That Strange Show. Cinema with Harrison Smith. Dorks the Podcast. Super Retro Throwback Reviews. The Horror Squad Podcast. The Dorkening. Throwdown Thursday. Black and White Fright. Dorks the Podcast. For more information, check out thedorkening.com. Dun 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 d
Dun 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 d